effects of the rising sun. It's 2211, uh, and as promised, I do have with me on the line the acting spokesperson for the Department of Labor, Budmusa Wagazo. Employment and labor. Thank you so much. So we are speaking about uh, employment this morning and the challenge that the whole world is facing is dealing with this global pandemic and COVID-19. And it has caused for amendments to be made and changes and for all of us to adjust to this new normal. But concerns around um, the regulations detailing, you know, the the necessary responses to COVID-19 outbreaks in the workplace should employees uh, or, you know, report employers who are not complying with the occupational health and safety measures in the workplaces? Well, not only should they report employers who are not, um, to, who are not complying, they also have a right to refuse to work in an area where they realize that they could be in danger. So employers have a moral and a fiduciary right to ensure that uh, employees are safe, that the directions that have been issued, um, including making sure that there is enough sanitizers, there is enough um, breeze going through the department, and all sorts of other things, that all of those are adhered to. than done um, in a country with high unemployment and that is an ever-increasing number it's it's very difficult for employees to as you say refuse to work um, you know we have different contracts uh, for of, of employment and if you are sitting alone feeling you know um, unsafe and you know you have the right to do this but it is at the risk of losing your job what recourse do employees have? What protection do they have? I, I report my employer and then I'm out of employment. So, hey, Aluta, continue. We all keep quiet. You know, that's actually a very good point and uh, a good question. Mm. And it goes back to the thing you go to. People need to organize in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Unions are there for a reason. And in this particular case, um, it's one of the reasons why a union should exist to be able to save uh, its its, its members and make sure that they are safe from harassment. Because, you know, we cannot, 45 years later, after June 16, 
skills be worried that people cannot organize in the workplace. It's not correct. It must be done and it must be done properly because workers have a right to be organized, to be able to say, we don't want this for this and this reason. I'm not saying that they should be uh, irresponsible in the process, but workplace organizing is important. Unions are important for exactly this, or whether they are called staff associations, whatever they are called. Being able to organize yourselves in the workplace is important, and it is a right. It's in the Constitution, and people should take that seriously. I accept, of course, what you're saying, that mm. people can be, um, the, the employers sometimes can take, can, 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 can take action against, uh, against people. That's why you then have CCMA, because the CCMA should be able to say, you know, this person was exercising their right, and therefore they must either be paid out or they must be re-employed. So we, we can't now go to a situation where as if we don't have rights at work. People have rights at work, and they need to exercise them. Now, the employer also has rights. In this case, um, we if the shoe is on the other foot, where the employer has regulations um, and systems in place to observe COVID protocols to protect other employees, and then you have um, one or two who refuse to adhere to this, how then does the employer enforce um, protocol to be observed in the workplace? We accept that there are people who have religious reasons for not wanting to vaccinate, for example. What, what we think of it is not here or there, but the, if they say this is my religious reason, mm. their constitutional right says it must be protected. So what then, in that case, the minister has said is that in a case where a person doesn't want their right to be infringed, the employer needs to find a way of separating those people who cannot be vaccinated and they should have a specific or a different area of work. Of course, they should put on their, their mask. Of course, they should sanitize all the time. But you cannot force people to do that which they don't want to do and mm. they, they advance a constitutional reason for it. And it's not only that, it's also that uh, employers need to give people the chance to go and vaccinate, make transport available, because employer and employee, their future is tied together. Um, one can't say, I can do this on my own, mm-hmm. and I, I won't do this with that one. And also, this thing that says an employer can always just go and grab another person out there, it's actually not, it's not conducive to work because that means this person now has to be trained, they have to get to know how things work, and, that, and it costs a lot more money to, re- to train other people than to do the right thing. Mm, you would think, uh, as a freelancer, these are privileges I know nothing of. <laughs> We're chatting to acting uh, spokesperson of uh, the Department of Employment and Labor in South Africa. That is uh, Mr. Musa Zondi. But there's so much more that we could unpack, not only from um, what was gazetted 
um, the, the recent amendment signed off by Minister Tulas Ngaisi. Gepa, I think other issues of employment that we can really get into because our people perish because of a lack of knowledge. I think even this fear um, and, and victimization and intimidation thrives when there's a lack of knowledge. But if we can empower people to know the right platforms before and, you know, just find platforms to really engage and, and, and have... People like yourselves who work within the department to enlighten workforce to understand what are rights and responsibilities in, in this relationship of employer and employee? No, with pleasure. Some stuff that was uh, Mr. Musa Zondi, Kamgala Pagulo, Tiwo, Timsebendi, Akulmela, Inzabaye, vaccine in the workplace. Have you have you had this conversation with your employers? Um, what are the challenges thereof? Because perhaps our follow up conversation could be based on your experience and uh, many others like it. Please do let me know. It's mpumi at risefm.co.za. That's uh, my email. Or you can also just drop a voice note on 072 